You're listening to a podcast from Gateway Baptist Church. This is week six of our identity series. We hope that this message encourages you to grow deeper in your understanding of who you are through the eyes of Jesus. Yeah, it is exciting. I'm very thankful to God for all that He's doing across all of our campuses. Five campuses now with uh, care centers just reaching out to those in need in our community. If we've got a big prayer, a big vision for Gateway Care, is that as this city, our communities would be flooded with the love of God. That people would know without a shadow of a doubt that there is a God in heaven who loves them and always will. Can I hear an amen this morning? Hey, I want to ask you this morning, how do you, how, how do you know if someone loves you? I mean, how can you be confident that someone loves you? You know, you could use the age-old method of, he loves me, he loves me not. He loves me, he loves me not. Unfortunately, it's not very accurate. And, and you're never sure how exactly it's going to turn out. And it takes a jolly long time, you know, to work out whether someone loves you. And unfortunately, we can't feel in our own hearts the way that others feel in their hearts about us. It would be helpful if everybody truly did wear their heart on their sleeve. But unfortunately, our hearts are hidden in our chest and we can't actually see and feel whether other people love us. And so what we've got to do is we've got to listen to what they say and we've got to watch what they do to determine over time whether somebody loves us or not. I reckon there's three ways today, three ways that we can actually become confident that someone loves us. Firstly, they actually speak words of love. I mean, if somebody actually decided to wear a T-shirt like this, you'd be pretty confident that they loved you. I mean, I like to wear this every day. I just want to make sure Shushan, which is her family name, knows that she is loved. The kids get a bit embarrassed when I wear it to the shops, but I don't care. I just want the whole world to know that, that I love this woman. When strangers come up to me in the shops and say, mate, who is Shushan? I say, she's the most beautiful woman in the world, and she's my hot wife. I got no idea why the kids get embarrassed. (laughs) Any other husbands made a shirt like this for your wife? I didn't think so. Everyone say, lucky shoe (laughs) shan. You know, when we speak words of love and we speak them over and over again, we actually start to get a little confident that someone loves us. But we we actually need more than words. We, We actually need to see love in action. And so we also need to see that people will actually serve our needs in love. They'll serve other people's needs 
in love. And that's why this week as a church, this heart week we've just had, has been such an important week. We've been wanting to wear our hearts on our sleeves. Now on Monday, we, it was a day for hospitality. It was a day where we just wanted to, to welcome people into a, a space and, and feed them and let them know that they're loved. Tuesday, E was for encouragement, just encouraging people wherever we are, you know, throughout our community. Wednesday was A for ask, just pausing to ask someone how they're doing. And I hope some of you walked across the street just to see how your neighbours are doing right now. Ah, on Thursday was for random acts of kindness. And I know Thursday across this city, all of our campuses, there was just random acts of kindness that people received. And then Friday was tea to round off Heart Week. It was a day of thanksgiving. It's a day that many of us joined together and actually filled our red bags in giving thanks to God to actually give to those in need in our community, when we actually serve others' needs. It actually speaks of love. But to be really confident that somebody loves us, we need more than just words, and we need more than one week of loving actions. We, we actually need to see someone's love over time, that they'll actually stick around to love us. They'll stick around because they love us over time. They'll be there for us in the good times and the bad times. They'll never leave us or forsake us. When we're walking through tough times, they're there for us. You see, when someone speaks words of love, when someone serves our needs in love, and when somebody sticks around to, to love us, we can actually start to get confident in the way that somebody feels about us. You know, my prayer today is that however you walk through those doors, that as you walk back out, you would walk out with an absolute confidence and certainty in the way God feels about you. The way God's heart is for you and not against you. The way God loves you and he will never give up on you. And my other prayer for today is because of what we do together here as a church in giving to those in need in our community, that there will be many more hundreds and thousands of people in the next year who will discover that there is a God who loves them. There is a God who has not forgotten them. There is a God who will never give up on them. Today's a really important day in our calendar. Today is Thanksgiving Day. It's a day as a church. We give thanks to God for all the good things that he's done for us by giving to those in need in our community. Really great to have all of you kids in the room today. As you came in today, you would have gotten one of these love hearts. It just says, do everything in love. What I'd love you to do today, kids, is to actually just take a moment as I'm talking, just to write something on the back that you're thankful to God for. Something you just like to say on Thanksgiving Day, you just like to say, thank you, God, for this. I'm going to get some of you to read it out just a little bit later. Maybe today you're thankful that your dad doesn't wear a shirt like this to the shops. <laughs> Maybe you're thankful today that your parents discipline you. When was the last time you said, Mom, Dad, thank you for banning me from Facebook? Thank you for restricting my usage on PlayStation and helping me to become a productive and responsible member of society. 
If you haven't said that for a while, you know, today might be your day. You might want to say thanks to God for your family, for your friends. You might want to say thanks to God for your kids' own leader. You might want to say thanks to God for all the fun you're going to have today, for this beautiful world that he's made. Just take a moment today. All I'm talking, on the back, just say thank you, God, for the good things that you've given me. You see, God has made it very, very clear how he feels about us. God's spoken words of love. And he's spoken them over and over again. Psalm 136 verse 1, it says, Give thanks to the Lord, for he is good, and his love endures... His love endures what? Say it again. His love endures... Forever. Do you know that's the most repeated verse in the Bible? God has just said it over and over and over again. I don't know if I've ever told you this before, but Shushan is older than me. She's, uh, she's 51. I'm only 49. We're in a whole different decade. It's, been, it's like being married to a senior citizen. And Hey, everyone say, lucky Shushan. You know, she's getting to that age where she's starting to forget what she's already told me. And I'm not sure. You know, I'm actually not sure whether she's actually forgotten that she's already told me or she's worried that I'm going to forget to do what I'm told. It's probably more the latter. But when God repeats himself... And he repeats himself over and over again. In fact, just in this one psalm, in Psalm 136, he repeats himself 26 times. 26 times in one song. He says over and over again, his love endures forever. 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 His love, people, endures forever. Are you getting it yet? His love endures forever. Can I hear an amen this morning? God has just said it over and over and over again because he doesn't want you to forget it. He's spoken words of love over you. But it's not just words that we need to hear from God. We actually need to see the way that he puts his love for us into action to be really confident of the way that he feels about us. And Jesus didn't just shout words from heaven. Jesus actually came down to earth to show us his love in action. Kids, I've got a couple of Bible stories I think you can help me uh, remember here today. Who uh, thinks they know what this Bible story is? Come on, put your hand up if you know what this Bible story is. Uh, Any kids, someone down the front here, which one is it? How many? How many people does he feed? 5,000. 
when, when they shared five loaves of bread and two fish, 5,000 people got fed. Everyone went home with a hamburger. Come down the front. I'm going to give you a free burger today. This voucher entitles you to one free chicken schnitzel burger. And you also get a share bag because today we're going to share our food and it's going to feed many people. But can I just ask you today, don't let Pastor Tim Lucas have this voucher because last year... Last year, he thought it would be a good idea to eat a chicken schnitzel burger, then go on a ride that we've now called the Vomitron. He didn't just vomit on his own children. He vomited on other people's children. Did he vomit on you by any chance? You're the lucky one. All right, you keep this for yourself. Give him a big hand. Come on. But Jesus came. Jesus came to serve the needs of hungry people. He was preaching, he was preaching for four days, which is a pretty long time, I won't keep you that long today, but he was preaching for four days and at the end of it, it says they were hungry and he was worried they weren't going to make it home and so they shared the little bit of food they did have because Jesus had compassion in his heart for hungry people and he made sure everybody got something to eat when his followers shared what they did have. And that's what we're going to do here today. We're going to share what we do have because God's got compassion for hungry, hungry people in our city. And this year, thousands of people at a time where they're hungry and in need are going to find that there's a God in heaven who hasn't forgotten them. Hey, another Bible story, kids. See if you can work out what this one is. Anyone, put your hand up. Tell me what you think this one is. Come on, someone, uh, I need some hands. Doesn't, nobody can work it out. All right, what do you think it is? The witch? The woman at the well? And how was she feeling? She was sad, she was lonely, she was rejected. Jesus meets the woman at the well. She goes there with a bucket to get water, but Jesus actually meets her deepest need. You see, Jesus serves the needs of thirsty people. And even though she went there to get water, she actually recognized that she had a deeper spiritual thirst. She'd been looking for love in all the wrong places. And she actually has such a powerful encounter with Jesus that she leaves her bucket behind because her spiritual thirst is quenched. Why don't you come out the front, uh, six-pack of solo for you, because this is the real thirst crusher. <laughs> also, if you wouldn't mind while you're out here, just in case somebody does buy Tim Lucas a schnitzel burger, we just thought he could wear this around his neck <laughs> when, when he goes on all the rides today. So... It doesn't get any more children. And he can just collect his own vomit in a bucket. If you can just give that to Tim, that'd be awesome. He's just sitting over there. He, uh, his kids will appreciate that bucket. But Jesus serves the needs of thirsty people. And if you're here today, 
and you've been looking for love in all the wrong places. I promise you, Jesus is here with open arms and he wants to satisfy your spiritual thirst, the thirst in your soul that only he can fill. One more, one more story. See if you can guess. Anyone know what this one might be? I've already gone to that family. Yo, what do you think this one is? Jesus washes his disciples' feet on the night before he died. You know, Jesus actually took a towel and he bent down and he washed his disciples' dirty feet. And maybe you're here today and you actually have got clean feet, but you actually know the feeling of being dirty on the inside. You actually know the feeling of being dirty before God and not sure how God would feel about you. You know, Jesus, Jesus bent down as a servant and washed his disciples' feet on the night before he went to die on a cross for them and wash away their sin once and for all. Come on, why don't you come down the front? I got a towel for you and some chocolates. Actually, I got another towel here. I just wonder, just in case Tim eats two, <laughs> just in case he has too many schnitzel burgers for that bucket and some splashes out onto some kids, I've got a towel for him too, just so he can clean the vomit off children. Can you give him that one? Give this guy a big hand. Give Tim Lucas a big hand for being a good sport. But seriously, if you see Tim on a ride, don't go near it. <laughs> you know, Jesus, Jesus' greatest gift of love and the place that we see his love in action so clearly is on the cross. It's on the cross that Jesus took your sins and my sins, all of our moral filth, everything that we've done and every thought of our mind and he put it to death on the cross because our sins separated us from the God who loves us forever. And he didn't want that separation to last forever. So on the cross, Jesus took your sins and my sins, put them to death, and through faith in Jesus Christ as Lord and Saviour, through faith in what Jesus has done on the cross for us, our sins are washed clean. And we can know the loving presence of God today and forevermore. It is good news. God has spoken words of love to us over and over again. He served our greatest need, and he's washed us clean. And God also sticks around to love us forever. He'll never give up on you. This word love in Psalm 136 is actually a really difficult word to translate into English. It's actually a really difficult word to understand in our culture. It's the word hesed. And it actually is a steadfast love. It's an unfailing love. 
It's an enduring love. It's a love that's abundantly kind. It is a faithful love. It is a never giving up love. It's a never moving on love. It's a never walking away love. It's a covenant love. It's a love that never gives up. It's a love that never leaves us. It's a love that never forsakes us. It is a love that endures forever. It's that kind of love. It's a love that sticks around. The problem is, as we go through difficult circumstances, we're walking through tough times. Maybe when there is no food in the cupboard or there's not too much money in the bank account, we actually start to question Does God still love me? Is God still for me? And maybe from day to day, it's kind of like, he loves me, he loves me not. He loves me, he loves me not. And we're never quite sure. That's why what we do today is so important. It's why what we do today is so important to not just the people who are here in this room, but it's so important for our city. It's so important for our community. Because when families are going through a tough time, they're actually not confident that there's a God in heaven who loves them. And as a church, we actually want to reflect the heart of God. We want to wear God's heart on our sleeves for people in need. We want to be a church that gives people in this city a confidence that there is a God in heaven who loves them and he'll never give up on them. And so we're going to keep speaking words of love. Do you know, in this last year, there's been 16,000 conversations in our care centres across our city, in our op shops, in our counselling centres, over 3,000 counselling centre appointments, people coming into our op shops in different places, people going out to the homeless in the city, over 16,000 conversations, time and time and time. Time again, people just being told there is a God in heaven who loves you. There is a God who's never forgotten you. But we don't want to be a church that just speaks words of love. We want to be a church that serves others' needs in love. And I need to uh, remember the number because I can't remember it. Can you? Oh, there you go. 2,647 families have been blessed with red bags in this last year. And that doesn't include the, the people living rough in the city. Thousands more have received homeless care packs in the city serving the needs of people in our community, our op shop, just loving people in times of need. You know, our brand new neighbours ministry, only a few months old, already 14 different nationalities, 140 families, you know, hundreds of people already being blessed through our neighbours ministry, new refugees and migrants out in the community, just wondering, will somebody love me? Will somebody welcome me to this nation. We want to be a church that not only speaks words of love, but shows this community the love of God in action by serving their most important needs. 
And lastly, we're going to be a church that sticks around. This isn't just a one-day thing. This isn't just a one-week thing. You know, this is 20 years today of Thanksgiving days. 20 years today of Gateway Care. But now it's spread right across our city in five different campuses, thousands of people being blessed, hearing that there is a God in heaven who loves them. In their moment of need, when they're going, he loves me, he loves me not. When they're looking at their circumstances and they're not too sure, you know, whether God really loves them, they're going to find a church in this city as they're walking through their lowest valley, a church that feels the compassion of God, that speaks the love of God, that shows the love of God in action, and a church that's not going anywhere. We're going to keep just pouring God's love into this city because His love endures forever. His his love, it endures forever. Say it with me. His love endures forever. One more time. His love endures forever. If you walked in here this morning just uncertain, uncertain of the way God feels about you, you can know for certain walking out those doors. I'd love to lead you in a prayer of asking Jesus perfect son of God who came to die on a cross for you to wash you clean. I'm going to lead you in a prayer just asking Jesus to come and do that today, to nail your sins to the cross, to wash you clean today, to actually begin a, a relationship of assurance, a relationship of confidence, a relationship of just knowing through thick and thin God will never leave you or forsake you because his love for you last forever. If you walked in here today feeling uncertain of the way God feels about you, I want you to walk out feeling confident. I was going to ask everyone to close their eyes and bow their heads. If you're here this morning, whether you're young or old, whether you prayed this prayer a very long time ago or you've never prayed this prayer before, if you're here today and you're not confident of the way God feels about you, I just want to lead you in a prayer saying, Jesus, come and forgive my sin. Come and wash my clean. Just while every eye's closed and head's bowed, if you want to be part of that prayer today, young or old, just stick your hand up right now. Just stick your hand up and say, that's me. Bless you. Bless you. Come on, just, just keep sticking your hand up if that's you. Bless you. Who else today? Just say, that's my prayer. I'm praying that prayer today. Include me in that prayer. Bless you right out the back. Good man. Anybody else today just say, that's my prayer. Bless you over there. I can see those hands. Hey, if that's you today, just encourage you to pray along with me. Come on, why don't we all pray together? If this is the prayer of your heart, let's all pray together. Let's let no one stand alone today, but let's pray together and say, Jesus, you are our Lord and Savior. Just pray like this. God, thank you that you've always loved me. I'm sorry for the way that I've sinned against you. I thank you for sending your son Jesus to die in my place. And I ask today that you would forgive my sin. God, wash me clean. I ask in Jesus' name. 
Amen. Hey, why don't we just put our hands together and just celebrate with those who prayed that prayer. If that was the first time you prayed that prayer or the first time in a very long time, can I encourage you today, just go and see someone at our welcome desk. We'd love to give you a Bible. We'd love to give you some information just to get started in following Jesus. So uh, please do that today. You're so welcome to come back here every Sunday and just be part of this community. Just an ordinary group of people working out what it means to be followers of Jesus Christ. Hey, we've got a few kids today who are just going to come on Thanksgiving Day and give thanks to God for the good things that He's given them. Why don't you give them a big hand as they come up? Thanks, guys. So good to have you up here today. Right, eh? What are we thankful for? Awesome. Life, family, and God. Yeah, give her a big hand. Um. I am grateful for my grandparents because they are so kind. Yeah, so good. I'm thankful for my family, friends, and God. Awesome. I'm thankful for my sister and my family. Very cool. I'm thankful for my family. I'm thankful for family, friends, footy, gaming, Jesus. (laughs) I'm glad family came before gaming. (laughs) There's some common themes here. It is an incredible gift to be part of a family. It's an incredible gift to be part of a great church family. Uh, I'm so thankful for all of you and the generosity that's going to get poured out today. Why don't we just say thanks to these kids today? Come on, put your hands together. Thanks, guys. Just before we come and bring these red bags, what we're doing here today is giving thanks to God for all the good things He's given us by giving to those in need in our community. But I want us today to do it with just thanksgiving in our hearts, thanksgiving for God's enduring love. So what I want us to do is to read an ancient song together before we sing a newer song together. And what would happen is someone would stand out the front and just read the first line and then the whole congregation would say together the repeated line, His love endures forever. Psalm 136 is just a wonderful psalm of thanksgiving. I'm going to invite us to stand together and to respond to God's goodness by just declaring together these ancient words that were true then and they're still true today and they'll always be true. His love endures forever. Let me read the first line and then just respond by singing out His love endures forever. Psalm 136. Give thanks to the Lord for He is good. Give thanks to the God of gods. Give thanks to the Lord of Lords. To Him alone who does great wonders. Who by His understanding made the heavens. Who spread out the earth upon the waters. Who made the great lights. 
the sun to govern the day, the moon and stars to govern the night. I'm going to skip a few verses because I know not all of you would hang in there for 26 verses. Let me go to verse 23. It says, He remembered us in our low estate. And He freed us from His enemies. He gives food to every creature. Give thanks to the God of heaven. Come on, put your hands together. Give thanks to God today. His love endures forever. It'll never run out. He's a faithful God. He'll never move on. He'll never get weary. His love endures forever. Come on, put your hands together and just say, thank you, Jesus. His love endures forever. The team's going to sing. When you're ready, just come, bring these red bags as a way of giving thanks to God today. Come on, when you're ready, just come and plonk them up here and say, thank you, God, your love endures forever. together. Uh, I also noticed and loved that we saw somebody uh, commit their life to Jesus online today, which is just fantastic. It's so good. And as uh, people in the room are bringing their bags down the front, we remember that you guys online, you've already uh, ordered your groceries, they've been delivered, people are bringing them down for you. And if you haven't had the opportunity to uh, contribute yet and you still want to, you can still uh, do that. Mark, do you want to let us know how to do that? Absolutely. Yeah, you can jump on the website now and you can click on the Thanksgiving Day link uh, and there'll be a whole bunch of ways that you can give. You can send your groceries in, you can give cash if you like. Uh, one of the best ways you can do it though is send your groceries in uh, and you'll see that at the bottom of the page. It's just a wonderful way where we get to bless the people in our communities. You'll never meet them. You'll never hear a thanks from them. But that is a life-changing story and it's just wonderful to be a part of that today. It's just so exciting just to celebrate the goodness of God and just remember how God has been good to us and then we are able to uh, use the ways that we've been blessed to bless 
those in our community, people we may never meet. So it's a super exciting day. Yeah, you'll see behind us there is a sea of red bags. There are hundreds, I reckon probably thousands to be honest, of red bags and it's just so wonderful to see that. Uh, we did see a whole bunch of you guys send those through during the week and we have put them out there for you. I actually got my kids to drag them out there for you this morning. Uh, so they're out there already and uh, yeah, you can you can continue to give uh, to the red bags. Uh, probably for the next couple of weeks we'll be able to do that for you. Uh, but we're going to send you back to what's happening on the stage. You'll get some great vision of uh, the absolute mess of red bags that is out there. Uh, but let's continue to celebrate the goodness of God this morning, the faithfulness of God, how He is a provider. He is faithful, He is generous, and He is kind. Let's celebrate that together today and worship Him. And I'll never stop. No, I'll never stop. No, nothing can stop. Why don't you join this? The joy of the Lord is my strength. Joy of the Lord, the joy of the Lord, the joy of the Lord. every time. There's just incredible generosity in the heart of this church to bless those in need in our community. I just want to say a big thank you. Thank you for your heart of compassion. Tim is our gateway beyond. Pastor is going to pray for all the families that are going to get blessed. Thanks, Tim. Yeah, thank you, thank you, thank you. On behalf of the thousands of people that these red bags are going to bless, let's pray for them. Let's pray for our ministries. Would you join me as we pray? 
Heavenly Father, we thank you for your generosity. We cannot outgive you and you have shown us how to be generous. And God, I thank you for the overwhelming uh, response today where we have flooded this stage with bags full of food and resources that are a blessing to our community. God, I thank you for each person that has generously given so that this can happen. And God, I thank you for those that will step into the spaces week in, week out to show the tangible love of Jesus to our communities right across this city. And God, I pray for those who will receive these red bags. God, they are, they are walking through some really difficult circumstances, walking through some uncertainty. But God, you showed us to care. You showed us to love. And God, I pray for each and every person, each of those thousands of people that are going to benefit from this throughout the year. God, we pray a blessing upon them. We pray for your that your spirit is at work creating fertile ground where God, not only will they receive the tangible gift of a church that reflects your love, but they will discover that there is a God in heaven who loves them, who cares for them, and who wants to have a relationship with them. So bless the individuals, bless the families, bless those that take the message of Jesus out to our community and bless those that have given today. Thank you, God, for 20 years of a heart of a church to say, we will go, we will go and we will shine the light of Jesus. Bless you, Father, Son and Spirit. Amen. 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 Hey, come on, why don't we just uh, just sing one more chorus, just declaring our God is the same yesterday, today, and forever. He's the God of the ages. He'll always be worthy of praise. His love will never finish, and our days to praise Him will never come to an end. Come on, let's declare it together.
Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Well, hey, thank you so much for being with us this morning. Whether here, uh, with us in the room, online, it's been an absolute joy being able to come together with thanksgiving and praise this morning. Thank you for your generosity. We really do appreciate uh, the love and the care that you have, that you're representing Jesus uh, into our city. Hey, uh, after the service right now, we're going to head out and have a lot of fun. There's a whole stack of things happening for kids, for young people, uh, and for all of us. I want to encourage you up in the kids' zone and the loft. There is stuff. There's a sideshow alley, a whole bunch of games for the kids. Upstairs, laser tag for our high schoolers. Um, there's a whole bunch of rides and a whole bunch of food out there. Make sure you get those things in order. Apparently, not sure if you heard, we had a bit of an incident last year. So just make sure you get those things in order, the food and the rides, do that properly. Some live entertainment out on the uh, amphitheatre as well. Grab a, grab a uh, picnic rug. If you're new here and you're wanting to connect with some people, please visit our, uh, our welcome desk or the tent, the Welcome Connect tent. But it's been such a joy being with you. God bless you this week as you go and uh, represent Christ's love in our community. God bless and have a good one. We hope you've been blessed by this message. If you've made a decision to follow Christ, we would love to encourage you on your journey. Help us help you by going to gatewaybaptist.com.au and clicking on Get Connected.